what can you come up with? And he sent back that treatment. And I remember reading it going, you want to do what? And it was like, yeah. And, and you know, I made a decision earlier this year that I never want to be in another music video. Coming up on today's show, we've got Mr. Nick Gaffney from Cairo Knife Fight. Talk to us about Cairo Knife Fight. What else? And also that Rears Lord video. And also by way of Melbourne, we have Mr. Marlon Williams talking about his upcoming tour to New Zealand and his new single, Dark Child. Keep it locked here on New Zealand Entertainment Podcast. Guys and uh, Rachel, the Casio tone is now in full effect with uh, Jared uh, Tito, uh, co-host, bro hort, uh, filmmaker, and other things that he, well, he's known for. Uh, welcome, Jared. Hi, well, it's good to be back on the show again. How are you? I'm quite uh, feeling quite congenial, actually. Um, upbeat, Ooh, even. That's a big word for this time of the day. Congenial. <laughs> I'm not doing too bad, my friend. And uh, what's been going on in your life? Uh, anything happening on the love boat front or um, entertainment front for you? I feel like a genie out of the bottle. Congenial. Well, um, yeah, as I was saying, I have a, an acting job coming up tomorrow. Another one, not involving paper mache, heavy ones, boulders. No, 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 not the paper mache. Actually, got a little bit of work as a doctor on on our own little shorty street tomorrow. So, are you are you going on to the old? You got to call up for Shorty Street, have you? Short Man Street, <laughs> Sorted Street. You're going to play a Doctor Death or something on there? Yeah, short on Actor Street. They uh, There's too many multi PI actors on there. What do they need you on there for? Well, uh, maybe one of the Māori PI actors is leaving, I don't know. They did lose, who did they lose recently? Um, Last one was Sarah, wasn't it? Sarah, was it? Oh, Amanda Billing? Amanda Billing, is Amanda Billing Māori? Is that Billing? Is Billing a Māori name? Hmm, I used to know some Billings from Tauranga, Māori is. No, I was thinking of the other girl, the uh, nurse. Oh, Siobhan. Not Siobhan, but she's Māori, and she's not on there anymore, is she? No, no, she isn't. Uh, The PI girl. Twila. Twila, Twila. Yeah, she's she's no longer on there either. Enter Doctor Death, aka Jared Tito, Nati something or other. Yeah, Nati small role. <laughs> yes. Anyway, back to the show. Back. Um, what's what's coming up today? Well, um, today we have got uh, we've got some entertainment news. We've also got Cairo Knife Fight, who have just released a new EP called The Isolator, which you can get now on iTunes or at JB Hi-Fi Stores. We're talking with uh, Mr. Nick from that group. Also, Marlon Williams has got a new single out called Dark Child, which you have to check out the music video for. And he's also going to be in the country again uh, this month for a special tour with his band. That sounds excellent. So, Nick from that group. Is that Nick from Echo Park? No, no, close. So close name association, basically. But uh, Nick is another Nick from Cairo and I fight. He's the main guy. He he plays the drums, does everything, and he gets a guitarist in now and then. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, Cairo. Nothing to do with Cairo Street, of course. But yeah, Cairo. Cairo knife fights. Cairo knife fights. 
But first up, we've got some entertainment news. Let's spark up the old uh, Casio tone, please, if you will. All right, let's get some background entertainment news. The big start here coming in. Let's get some rock and roll. From the big sounds here, coming live from the podcast, New Zealand Entertainment. Town. New Zealand Entertainment Town. Ryan Gosling is confused about New Zealand. Hey, now, Ryan Gosling, um, I was saying earlier that he's gone up a, a notch or two in my books, and he's now a notch one. But... <laughs> Which is, of course, a joke from Starsky and Hutch. Interesting little... That's actually the funniest thing I've seen Russell Crowe involved in and Ryan Gosling. Well, I think it was more powerful than his directing debut on uh, that movie we saw, The Water Diviner, Uh, this little clip with Ryan Gosling. Yeah, a little clip there. uh, Quite funny. Um, if you haven't seen the clip, it's got uh, Russell Crowe announcing something for Australian Film Awards. Yep. And then um, he's on the fly there, and then old Ryan Gosling turns up, claiming to have an, an affiliation with Australia. Yeah. Yeah, well, Australia, yeah. Russell, Russell, right. Russell says, how so? He says, oh, because I used to live in New Zealand for two years. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then he throws in a classic. Oh, we should leave it. We'll leave it for surprise. Oh, we'll leave it for surprise. Jeff. We'll, we'll, we'll play the we'll play the trailer coming up next. But uh, I mean, it just shows you how funny that Russell Crowe can be when he's presenting, when he's got somebody else beside him. Well, he's got somebody. He's quite, he's quite dry, isn't he? But yeah. uh, Gosling, um, did he actually live here in New Zealand? I don't know. Could be could be slight porkies. I don't I don't think so. We would have heard that rumor on the rumor mill if he had been living two years unless, in New Zealand. Unless he was here, you know, under the radar, or he was a youngster here. Doing his schooling or something like The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. He used to live in uh, Grey Lynn. Dwayne Johnson used to live here. Yeah, uh, Ring, oh, yeah. Ringo Starr. I mean, not many people know that. Really? Oh, actually, I just made that one up. <laughs> <laughs> but you'll be perfect for Shortland Street, yeah. then maybe to make up stuff just at a drop of a hat. Um, okay, well, let's have a look uh, at this uh, little wee clip with Ryan Gosling and Russell Crowe. Okay. So here I am in Baldwin Hills. Let's get on with what we're here to do. And, uh... Hey, Russ. Hey. What's going on? I'm, uh, the Actor Awards, the Australian Academy of Cinema and Television Arts. Hey, you won? Congratulations. No. No, I'm... Oh, you lost? <laughs> you were robbed. No, no, I'm, I'm actually... You're right, you're right. You just, you, you, you win just by being nominated. You'll get them next time. No, I'm presenting. Oh. Yeah, presenting. Um, oh, that's gracious of you. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right, so I'm going to present the award. Okay. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, you might not recognize him with his clothes on, Ryan Gosling. <laughs> Cheap, but it worked, man. G'day, folks. How you going? It's cool. okay. I'm, uh, I'm an honorary Australian. Really? How's that? I lived in New Zealand for like two years, so. <laughs> I'm sweet ass, bro. You know, New Zealand, Australia is a totally different place, right? Different countries. Yeah, you can just, they'll just cut that part out. No, it's live. <laughs> the whole country, whole country you can see right now. Live on national TV. This is on TV? Yeah. Should we read the names? 
Game of Thrones hits the screens again. Game of Thrones Season 5 presented its biggest reveal to date regarding Season 5 of the HBO fantasy drama with the premiere of a two-minute sneak peek trailer. It played at the end of screening of last season's final two episodes in IMAX theatres in the US. Um, Jared, you're a big GOT fan, GOTologist. GOT, I've never heard it put that way before. Yeah, I do like uh, Game of Thrones. Uh, Surely it's got to be one of the more popular dramas, fantasy dramas at least. Got to be number one fantasy. Uh, a lot of people saying better, better than The Hobbit. Of course, yeah. I would tend to agree with that. Yeah. The stories are good. The the guy still running the story is still going. George Martin. George. Uh, he's a chain smoker. Um, but I don't know. Whatever else. I think they were a bit scared that he was going to cark it before he finished the ending the series. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm up to date with all the Lord of the. Yeah. Well, give us a brief breakdown. What's happening? Game of Thrones. I mean, a few killings offs. In the last series or last ep, um, the little man, the dwarf, he killed his dad. It'll be a little man. Oh, yes. hang on! Before I say that, that's uh, what do you call it? A spoiler alert. We got a spoiler alert coming out, uh, people. Just put your fingers in your ears. Yeah. So you just don't care if you want to want to hear what Jared's going to say. Yeah, of course. I've already said it. Eh? He kills his dad. Woo! Um, he also kills the woman that he truly loves. That was a bit crazy. Uh, and then he's he snuck off. His brother's helped him out. His brother is now still in there with his one arm. What about, what about Lena? Lena Hetty. A whole lot of changes. Lena Hetty. Um, Cersei, is it Lannister? The, the one that was going out with her brother? Yeah. Yeah. Jamie Lannister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, we've got um, Sophie Turner, who plays the character Sansa. Apparently, she's been picked as the big guard, the big new character to take on the series. So, she's gone from a little girl to, like, this big... Audacious ruler. Has she put on weight? No, 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 no. She's just gotten more mature in her role. Uh, yeah. Oh yes, put on weight that way. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Getting weighty in that yeah. in that role. Yeah. Well, well, her character's always been fairly major throughout. Well, she always reminded me like a, a, a well, maybe like a, an applicant but for a proactive ad. Pimples in there. Got yeah. that youthful, yeah. exuberant look. I tell, you, I tell you, the kid that's really interesting is the one that plays her little sister. Um, who was hanging out with? Um, oh, those big She was hanging out with the what's his name? The lion hacker. What's his name? Yes, yes, yes. The big dude, and she went to the wedding and saw her brother get. Yeah, what? Well, uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's quite androgynous looking. Yeah, like sort of could be a boy, she could she a girl, looks, could she uh, a like boy, a little boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In fact, she played a little boy, pretended to be a little boy in the series. Good series, and uh, we got a New Zealand connection there. For, well, at least for what episode. Peter? Peter uh, is Peter Jackson involved? No, no Keith. Keith. Oh, right. Keisha Castle yep. um, Hughes yep. she's playing a role uh, a daughter of some person Obara Sand is it Obara Sand yeah. daughter of the serpent thing kings yes um, she's getting a lot of good breaks lately though getting a lot of good breaks I saw her on the uh, the breakfast show TV1 what a terrible interview and, and it's not Keisha Castle Hughes fault. it was a terrible interview from New Zealand um, TVNZ what a terrible anyway She's in episode one, as far as I know. Have you got a phone number? Maybe we should give her a ring, give her an interview. Well, she should be on the podcast. We'd do a better job for her there. Yeah, definitely. Well, right let's here, Keisha, put it out there. All right, we're going to go check out the new Game of Thrones season five. Here's the trailer for it coming up next. Nothing's more hateful than failing to protect the one you love. There's no justice in this world. 
Not unless we make it. Avenge them. I believe men of talent have a part to play in the war to come. I will never sit on the Iron Throne. You will be queen. You could help another climb those steps and take that seat. We can be heroes. I'm not going to stop the wheel. I'm going to break the wheel. Hi, I'm Maya Payne, and you're listening to New Zealand Entertainment Podcast. You can check out my single Fragile on my Facebook and SoundCloud. Game of Thrones, Season 5, it's back on the cards again um, sometime in April, I believe. Might be even quicker if you download it. <laughs> you're not encouraging downloading illegal uh, pirate check. Uh, is it going to be on Prime again? Well, hard to tell, hard to tell. It's all, all about the money. Yeah, well, it's interesting. I, I think for my money, if I was putting money on it, Prime seems to get all the best shows. Prime. Prime TV. Oh, yeah, you, you would think that. I mean, they do have a, a couple of things, and I suppose the only way you can see some of their shows is on, on Sky. You can't, they don't have a, a video on demand or on demand service like the the other guys do. But I guess it's, that's their connection. They had Prime connected to, to Sky TV, so they do get the good stuff. And good on them, I reckon. Yeah, I'm looking, looking forward to seeing the next... Um, Instalment, the next season of Game of Thrones. What would you call it? GOT. Get turned on, get on turn. GOTO, GTO. Um, We're talking now about um, Kyrie Knife Fight, Jared. Uh, I've played you a couple of the videos. What do you think of the the music? I can't remember the music because the video is so raunchy. The raunchy Rez Lord video. Video for Rez Lord, which uh, contains full nudity. Um, It contains a guy getting murdered in a bath. You don't get much more rock and roll than that. Yeah, I suppose it is rock and roll to murder people in bath. Actually, I can remember the music. Out. That was tough, me saying that. Yeah, no, good music, good, um, good. well, interesting, interesting video. It's had a lot of hits. Yeah. Oh, yes. New Zealand band, over 200k yep. Yep. hits on YouTube. It'll probably go up because obviously they have an R18 um, trailer at the beginning. So, you know, that's obviously going to get a few hundred thousand right there just because of that. The, the, the video the video has a trailer for the disclaimer thing you know at the beginning oh. it says R ratings or you know oh, violence okay, yeah. That's a good sex and violence is that, a, is that a ploy when people put this next movie will have scenes which may disturb people yeah. makes me want to look at it straight away <laughs> involving sex and violence and words immediately you want yeah, to advice yeah. you know, is, is advice viewer discretion whatever they have on there yeah no I want to check yeah, it out to, to, to be honest it's probably the most raunchy video I've seen or risque mm. that I've seen and it certainly is kind of movie quality drama yep. well you look at the, some of those movies uh, show, the short movie festivals they had uh, show me shorts had a couple of music videos in there as well yeah I suppose you know in a way it's kind of like what Alice Cooper used to do have these kind of raunchy and then What's his name? The poor cousin Marilyn Manson, having having those kind of risque type videos. But I haven't, I've never seen it in this part of the woods. So they're possibly groundbreaking here for New Zealand. It's it's you know aside from the content, it's actually a well-made video, isn't it? Is it? It looks good. Mm, it looks very good. They're very good. Check it out, Rez Lord. Uh, right now we are talking to Nick Gaffney from Nakairo Knife Fight. Um, this interview took place 
in a bar, so is, hence the ambiance in the background, a rustling, hustling, bustling. Yeah, nothing like... Glasses chinging. Nothing like the good hustle and bustle of a bar. Coming up now. Don't leave. Keep it locked here. Ah, oh, it's a lovely summery day here today in Parnell, the Juice Bar, and we're with Mr. Nick from Cairo Knife Fights. How are you, Nick? I'm well. I'm, in, I'm dealing with the heat. As we all are, and it's, not very, it's a quite a rare occasion that we actually say we're dealing with the heat. Usually it's pretty shitty weather, uh, but not today. No, and apparently not for most of the summer, from what I hear. Good, good, okay, well, there are ways of cooling down. Um, one of them is obviously your beverage in hand, because uh, it's keeping you calming the nerves a bit. Oh, it's so good, it's so good. What is it? Vodka, lemon, lime, bitters. Oh, it's brilliant. It's mixed by, uh, who was the cocktail waitress? It was like, uh, she's sitting over there, you a bit of chin wag. Checking your Facebook. Um, hey Nick, your Isolator EP is coming out uh, today, and you're uh, obviously promoting that today. Uh, tell us a bit more about the EP, um, about it, the story behind it. Labour of Love. Uh, it might surprise people to hear that this EP was basically recorded in a day and then mixed the next day. The guts of it. We had two singles from the record that have already been released, and we needed three more songs, so we went to Melbourne with a guitarist I'd, I'd never met. And we went in the studio and we wrote basically two songs and recorded three of them in a day and then mixed the next, the next day all three of them and banged it out there. And it actually worked, surprisingly so. Unheard of. Really? That quickly? Yeah, yeah, that quickly. And we just didn't have any time. There was no alternative. So that's how it had to happen and that's, like, sometimes that's the best thing. It's kind of quicker than my sister's home birth, too, that, popping that one out. Yeah, for especially the entire procedure from beginning to end, you know. Now, diff- uh, what can we expect? It's obviously, uh, I've seen it's available at JB's and uh, Hi-Fi. They're going to be selling it and also available on iTunes. Um, what's this, uh, you know, what's the, the plan around releasing the album with, with a follow-up tour to promote it? Yeah, I'd assume so. We're just knocking this out of the way, and then I think the record's coming in April or something. Um, and uh, from then on, I guess we go on the road. We play everywhere we can, and then you know the accolades come and the White House invitations, and you know all that kind of stuff. Keeping the gold card close to you, your chest. Um, hey, listen, Rez Lord, what a great video. Oh my god, R18 classification, full frontal nudity, full nudity, no skimping on the on the nudity bits. And also some dude gets um, murdered in a bath. I mean, it doesn't get much better than that in a rock and roll band. Yeah, that was a departure for us. We kind of decided that, well I guess in some ways, all the videos we've made up to that point have been confrontational one way or another. Well, we've done the violence of action, which was, you know, like all about that, that area of violence. And then this one we decided we wanted to do something a little more different and just kind of take the, uh, the shackles off our director because he does all of our videos we just said what do you 
what can you come up with? And he sent that, that treatment. And I remember reading it going, you want to do what? And it was like, yeah. And, and you know, I made a decision earlier this year that I never want to be in another music video again because uh, I, I hate doing them. So I can't really complain when someone comes back with an option like that instead. Like, you don't want to be in it. Okay, what we are going to do is get this amazing performance artist to uh, drown a guy in a bath. Right. That's a compromise I'm willing to get behind. That is um, that's something else. And what I like about it is quite theatrical. It's almost cinematic. It's not sleazy or anything. It's actually quite like disturbing. Like, wow. Yeah, it's beautiful in so many ways. He, he shot it in a really beautiful way. And she is an incredible performance artist. I don't know if anyone's ever seen Hannah's stuff. Um, she's constantly performing all over the country doing burlesque things. And, and a lot of... Um, yeah, I think so, over, over recent times I've seen her been doing some horror-based performance art pieces, and she's exceptional. So there really wasn't anyone else who could have done that role that I know. No, and both of them, yeah, you're right. They're quite striking physically as well. So it sort of adds to the whole mystique and the song as well. I mean, it's like whoa, just blows your mind. Thanks, man. The song works with it yeah, well. It as opposed to some songs that you really like, and you see the video, it's a bit of an anticlimax. Um, but I was just thinking because uh, I know the short uh, Show Me Shorts Film Festival um, they had a couple about three Kiwi or three music videos this year any, any plans on entering them into any short film festivals you think? I'd never heard of people doing that until another one that Hannah did for somebody I don't I can't remember the name if it was it was a New Zealand artist that's been winning all these awards at these film festivals so absolutely in the future I don't think we've peaked yet on our, on our videos like we haven't really done that many and I would love to be making in for the, maybe the next record when we release more singles there to be videos that really just kind of reinvent the process for us a little bit and then absolutely film festivals everything we can to you know uh, push them out there and some videos are real works of art you know that's what we'd like to achieve um, tell us a bit more about Kyrie and I fight the, uh, the name was, uh, put an end to the rumour mill how did it all where did the name come from oh, it's a story that nobody ever believes man I, uh, long story short, because it is a very long story, I met a guy who was a, uh, a fighter pilot in the Second World War. It was years ago. I met him at, a, at a, um, an airport departure lounge, and we were chatting, 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 and he eventually was telling me that he was a, uh, a cargo pilot out of, um, out of Cairo, doing a lot of midnight, um, uh, basically flights with, you know, whatever they were doing. And he, uh, he was in a bar and a fight broke out around him and he said to himself, there's no way in hell I'm going to die in a Cairo knife fight. I'm getting out of here because he had a transport that night. And I heard that when I wrote it down in my book. Didn't think anything of it. And then a few years later, I had a band to put a name to. And I thought, that's an incredible phrase. And I didn't really think about it again. I never, I never considered that it was a great name or an unusual name. I just like, I've got to call it something. Let's call it that. But it's a talking point for people. People ask that question all the time and that's a good thing. That's a good thing, especially when people are talking about the band. Um, but the names are so important. I mean, uh, I heard of, I was talking to Emma G and Chris Young from Static Era, and, and they sort of joked, but they reckon they went to bandgenerator.com to get their name. So, I mean, to, get, to come up with something original and hitting and, and thought-provoking to people is actually quite a thing. Yeah. Um, I know that musicians are, we're our own worst critics. I'm a musician. Ben over there is a musician, apparently, plays the drums. Um, what do you think of the Isolator EP yourself, personally? I'm really proud of it. I think it's... Um it's a stepping stone to the album and it was interesting to have the record finished and ready to go and then go back and make an EP to come out before it which was an interesting process so we got to play you know some B-sides that didn't make the record that are 
not necessarily not strong songs, but they have a lot more room for jamming and things in them and just kind of left field ideas. So it was great to be able to release them so people who are into that side of the band can have a chance to listen to those ones too, not just the songs for the record and the singles and all that kind of stuff. Very good. Hey, listen, thanks a lot for coming to talk to us and um, all the best for uh, your Isolator EP. I'm sure it's going to do well. And uh, yeah, well, let's see if uh, how long the R18 classification stays on that, that music video of yours. <laughs> Yeah, well maybe we can make one that would be R21. What do you have to do to do that, man? Like Next level um, band videos, R21. Yeah, that'll be interesting. I guess you could get the guy that made the Saw franchise and get him to do one. That would be kind of horrifying, though. That might be a bit much. Mm, the plot thickens. Watch the space. Nick from Kyrie Knife Fight, thanks very much. All the best. Thanks, man. We're back again, uh, Wole and Jared here, back again on the New Zealand Entertainment Podcast, minus our lovely host, uh, the rose of the show, um, Miss Hannah Martin. Yeah, Hannah's still on that shoot, um, film shoot. Wonder how that's going for her. Sounds like it's going really well for her. Lead role. She might leave the show, get all famous, or unless you beat her with your little role on Shortland Street first. Well, as you know, with movies, they, they do take a long time. Once you've finished shooting, there's usually another year involved in editing posts, what we call post. So, that's how, have you ever wondered how so many actors seem to be in so many films that are coming out at the same time? And then you realise that, oh, they shot that one five years ago and they shot that one. Oh, they were being released concurrently. They shot that one two years ago. And yeah, and then they all come out at the same time. You think, man, they had a busy year, but it's not. So, yeah, so Hannah, Hannah's away there shooting. Paper mache still being shot. Get on you, Hannah. Two more scenes to shoot in that as well. Get on you, boys and girls. Um, okay, I feel like a little bit of country music right now. Well, you know, country's quite a tired and ragged old genre term. Uh, I think these days, the country is more, it's a bit more, it's a bit old rock, it's a bit Americana, it's a bit, um, a bit more than just country like we used to know back in the day with Jim Reeves. Yes, country is quite diverse now. So where taketh us this conversation about country and western well, and what would you call it now? What's, what's, a, what's a more fitting term for country? Well, if it was Shana King, she would die of fright with that, that term, as she did once when you used it on her, country musician. Yeah, it, it does what you call pigeonhole people, doesn't it? It actually dates them. It actually, country and western, particularly in this country, has a stigma. Yeah, it, a real stink stigma, like Kenny Rogers' stigma. Like a cow taking a poo in the backyard stigma. Hmm. <laughs> Marlon Williams is probably one of our greatest exports. He's living, uh, been based over in Melbourne for the last 18 months. Um, he's got a new single out called Dark Child, which we've uh, lucky enough to have a look at the video, and uh, we, we we're quite amazed by that. He's also been called the Impossible Love Child. Get this, Jared, you'll love this. The Impossible Love Child of Elvis, Roy Orbison, and Towns Van Zant. He's got a bit of a classic look, hasn't he? I mean, that hairdo, the song, it actually, um, you know, what's... Miley Cyrus's dad what's his name um, Billy, Billy Ray Billy Ray Cyrus he's actually got a bit of a Billy Ray Cyrus thing going on for, for my money He and to look at him to look at him just looking at him now he, he does look a bit like the lead, lead man from She Had just a bit just a touch he's got a good look about him which works out really well in his videos he's got a real rock and roll look to him and he, and he does his sound kind of has that Johnny Cash feel rock and roll kind of yeah, meets yeah. Elvis kind of yeah. 
Yeah, a bit of Nick Cave as well there, I thought. Maybe, you know, that kind of really dark, sinister kind of feel. The, the video is certainly sinister. The youthful, the youthful uh, Johnny Cash look to yeah, him. Yeah, but look, what a classic name, Marlon Williams. Yeah, he's from the South Island. Uh, so following a sold-out tour, a solo tour last year, it's a two-time New Zealand Music Award winner, Marlon Williams, has just announced a full band national tour in February to celebrate the release of his new single, Dark Child. Uh, written by William's close friend Tim Moore, Dark Child was recorded in Littleton, no less, with longtime producer Ben Edwards, who's done Tammy Nielsen and Aldous Harding, so he's in good stead there. And the single from William's debut album is due for release in April this year. April. Cool, we're going to listen to that right now, are we? I reckon by the, the magic of um, audio, we can just listen to it now if we snap our fingers. There we go. Here we go. One, two, three, and bam! Ah, uh, listen to that. Woo! That's a good sound. Not good bad. sound. Bad, not bad. Um, so we uh, we had a chance to talk with Mr. Marlon Williams. Um, took a couple of goes. Jared, he was um, occupied on the phone. <laughs> good, because he's... Engaged. Like, I got his answer phone message. Oh, this is Marlon. Oh, you mean like he's engaged? No, no, sorry. His, the phone was engaged when I rang him. Because he's quite a youngster, eh? And it's not uncommon for young people... Be on the phone when you're ringing them up. Phone. Although I'm surprised he was talking. I'm surprised he wasn't doing the old two thumb text. Um, <laughs> no, no, he was. He was really good. He was re- very nice. Uh, uh, very nice person. Yeah. Tick minute. Tick minute. Yeah. Nick minute. Tick minute. Um, hey, hey. That's copyright right here. Right. Tick minute. Maybe that's going to be the new T-shirt. Yeah. Before we go overboard uh, on the innuendos and the jokes, um, let's have a listen to Marlon Williams. And to see what sort of uh, surprises he has for the upcoming tour. And also a story about his new video, Dark Child. The Dark Child. Here comes Marlon. Hey Marlon, um, Dark Child, the video, what's the concept or the idea behind it? The concept is brought to me by the, uh, by the director, Damien Golfinopoulos, who's in Auckland, um, and it's yeah, it sort of struck me as, as a, obviously a pretty interesting concept. It seems to me it's just about a that, that classic, classic, uh, classic American movie scene of the, you know, the the privileged kid being taken out of the taken out of the home and and handcuffs and obviously he's done something awful and the parents are crying and his body bags being thrown on the lawn and then. Then, uh, yeah, I mean, it replays over and over again and gets stranger and stranger and it's just different versions of the same same scene. And I, I don't know, it just struck me as an interesting concept. Excellent. Um, tell us more about your band uh, that you're bringing over here to New Zealand this month. Okay, well, my band is made up of uh, half Aussies and half Kiwis. Oh, really? My, myself and, um, and Jason and the bass player, who's... Um, uh, playing in, in a band called Eben Sparrow who are supporting us and um, was also joining me on the bass um, and then uh, the other two are um, my drummer is uh, uh, my, my, my new uh, my new best friend over here in Melbourne oh yes and uh, who uh, lives well, no, he works downstairs at the pub that uh, I live at <laughs> and um, and where I'm calling you from right now and <laughs> Um, and then uh, so I've got him on drums and I've got a uh, Dan Parsons who's playing pedal steel and guitar 
and uh, they've both been playing in the Melbourne music scene for quite a while and um, pretty excited about being able to bring them over to New Zealand. Uh, last question, Marlon. What do the Aussies uh, think of you? I mean, how are you perceived over there? Do they support your music or, or yourself, or do they just think he's another Kiwi boy just coming over here, take our woman, take the fame, money? Um, what sort of support do you get from the Aussies? It's, it's pretty good, really. That I mean, that, they're, they're very quick on uh, jumping on the like. Uh, you know, I started saying press releases come out saying Melbourne's adopted son. Yeah, so it's it's very uh, very very embracing, very quickly, almost in an almost frightening way. Um, I think I think they're so used to to us doing this, to us jumping over the ditch that it's yeah, that it's they've worked out the best way just to like snap us up quickly before we before we uh, know what we're doing. You've been given too much time. Well, there you go. Welcome back. Uh, we thought we'd give Marlon a run for his money, but obviously we don't cut the mustard. Obviously. It was well on the guitar there. And backing vocals too. So that's well, good. Yeah. Well, on guitar and backing vocals and lead vocals, I suppose you would have to say, because the backing vocals were the lead vocals. Ah, we are backing vocals. Uh, Marlon Williams, so he'll be over here. Uh, I think he's kicking off in a couple of weeks he'll be over here. He'll be touring with his four-piece band, the Yarra Benders, playing shows in Dunedin. Christchurch is on Valentine's Day, and then Auckland and Wellington. Now, Australia's claiming him as one of their own, aren't they? Is that right? Melbourne? Melbourne did. They did that. And uh, basically, if you want to get anywhere in the world, you just take it on the cheap. You have to, I think. I think it's a step up, eh? Go to Australia, step up, launch yourself onto the rest of the world. As many Australian bands have. We were talking uh, about ACDC earlier, for example. Our good friend Nick D from Echo Park. Um, yeah, he's got a bit of a in there with that band. A bit of a, bit of a yarn there. He hung out with um, certain members of ACDC while he was uh, visiting in Sydney, he was saying. Not bad. Apparently very nice guys. Now Nick, he knows his rock from his role. And uh, when he says he hangs out with ACDC, he you means... Mean, yeah, you mean Nick can rock and roll? You little rock and roller. And how about his little story about getting an ACDC t- uh, tattoo? Uh, it's hilarious. And, you know, yeah. get rid of the um, the lightning bolt. Oh, yeah. He, well, he hasn't got a tattoo, but if he were hypothetically to get one, he could get one, get rid of the lightning bolt and, and, st- bolt and stick a, a cricket bat in between the ACDC. Akadaka. Nice. Cricket bat in between Akadaka. You know, I would go for a New Zealand Entertainment Podcast tattoo, but it's just too long. The, the word, I mean, entertainment would just take up my whole arm. E-N-Z-P-D. N-Z-E-P. Oh, yeah. I like the P-D. Oh, but that's not that's not podcast, eh? it's podcast PC. Oh, it's very, very PC. I think it's another word you just coined, mate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Poddust. Yeah. Anyway, that's all we've got time for today, Jared. Thanks for coming on the show again. Hey, it's good to be here, and uh, it's just so sad that the viewers 
can't see what we're doing because it's only a listening show. For now. <laughs> and special mihis to Rachel the Casio Tone. Kia ora. Yeah. Rachel. Rachel, better turn her off. She's a bit turned on at the moment. Yeah, turn her off, bro. Get rid of her. That's on. You just turned her on. Sorry, turn, turn her off. So, um, we're going to be going out well with Cairo Knife Fight with their great uh, single called Res Lord, and we love the video. Yeah, if you're uh, over 18, check out the video. But if you're under 18, you can still listen to the audio file of the song. And if you enjoyed mine and Jared's uh, podcasting antics, why not check out our other shows on podcast.co.nz? Yeah, don't love that video too much. All right, man. Love you later. See you later, Jared. Yeah, and see you all. Makaki to everyone. For now.